Hi folks, Michael and Amy here from Evolve Beyond and guess what? Amy is in London and we're not doing this across video conferencing, we're in person. I know, it's so exciting. <laughs> so it's really fun. And it, it has been, it's been great. We had a good time in the John Lewis, <laughs> which is like a big, what do you call it? Well, we call it a department store. Yeah, here. it's like a department store, I suppose. Yeah. But it has everything. So it's like a supermarket superstore. <laughs> I did mention about John Lewis the fact that every employee is given shares. Which is absolutely amazing. I love that style of conscious capitalism. Yeah. Where it's an equal opportunity for everyone to be able to rise together. And I just think that that's like, why are we not doing that more? But, and it's, it's having a say in, yeah. in the brand, the place that you work. So they have annual shareholder meetings for which all the employees can attend. And so there's total transparency. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a good model. Now, we are here and we talked about the very start when we got together and we created the Evolve Beyond brand and whether we call it a brand, a movement, a level of consciousness. We talked about our three pillars, mm -hmm. of course, one of which was energetic potential. And we touched on throughout the first series, mm -hmm. energy signatures. Yeah. And one of the things that I've been asked by people who have listened to that is, could we go deeper into that? So you're here, I'm here, so let's do it. Okay, all right. So, you know, what I feel so moved by is understanding polarity. So when we're happy, there's also a, a swing of the pendulum that can go to sad, right? Everything has a polarity, excited or fearful. Everything has a polarity. So when you feel this certain emotion or feeling, there's a swing of the pendulum that can go the other way. And one of the things that I feel really, well, I'll call it hot and bothered about, is that we attach meaning to these feelings and these emotions, and then we attach a story to them, and then they become life size and then we get into this loop in our mind and it is so distracting and it is really just disharmonious to our system to our body to our environment to our community to our family to all the people who have to listen to us you know and so <clears throat> if we could understand these emotions and feelings as energy signatures which means that they are an energy that has a signature for an opportunity for growth and that's it and so if we could look at it like okay i am feeling this wave of sadness and of course it doesn't feel good and we allow ourselves to be the curtain or the screen and let the wind of the sadness blow through us but not try to understand why it's happening what it's happening for who it was from or where we might have picked it up. I know there's a lot of empaths out there who are like, love to tell the story of, I was in this negative environment and I picked it up and you know, there, I know it attached to me and you know what, maybe that's true. Maybe that is true. But if you give anything more power, Absolutely. right? If you, if you put all of your attention or intention energy is going to grow, it'll expand. Mm -hmm. And so same with the story, right? And it's a connection or attachment to the past. So all you're doing is dragging another damn anchor or a cord that attaches you to the past rather than moving forward. And of course, what happens is expansion then becomes a habit. Yeah. 
Um, and a hundred percent. Yeah, and and then that habit you falsely tie into your identity, yeah. and it becomes who you think you are. Yeah. And yeah. in fact, you um, what you've done is just put yeah. layers and layers and layers and layers yeah. into actually getting back to who you really are. Yeah. And in that respect, the the energy signature yeah. is something that we need to be so much more conscious of. Yeah. And recognize that we have far more control over it than what we give into yeah yep exactly and 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 that's the thing is is we have been conditioned as we talk about many times to this and i would call it constriction that uh, affords us the opportunity to play small to be less than to be a victim of and sometimes yes our environment provides an opportunity for us to feel that more and more because it's around us but if we continue to choose that way of being, then we're never going to be able to fulfill our soul's mission and purpose. And of course, I'm going to go into the spirituality aspect of this because that is what the evolution is, you know, and the evolution of the soul. And, and I think that, you know, I know for myself, like I am jumping out of bed, even if I've only had five hours of sleep and you know, I haven't slept much. I've got a, a number of people who I need to see and appointments and, and things of that nature and a lot of work to do. But I'm so alive and excited and I have pep in my step and I just feel ready, you know? And I think that that's what we're always looking for, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I don't like to use always mm -hmm. or never, but really that's what we are searching for inside is that we have that inner um, joy, that excitement, that pull towards something greater than us. And when you tap into that, because you're not distracted by all the anchors or the, and the emotions, the feelings, the stories, mm -hmm. the connections and attachments to the past, you're able to go into that upward trending spiral that we've spoken about on past podcasts and go into this place of expansion. What's interesting is, I think some people would like an explanation as to when they go down this road and it's a negative path that becomes habitual yeah. uh, why is it we get so comfortable in there why is it that there's almost safety in the negative mm -hmm. without realizing it i know and you know i think that everyone's situation is different i really do feel that there's an individual situation but for the most part most of us were like i said conditioned so we had a family member that would go into victim mode and then we would just play that part. Or sometimes it just feels, like you said, more comfortable, like yeah. because we're, we know, well, okay, maybe we don't know, but here's, here's some information for you. It actually takes three positive thoughts to dissolve a negative thought. So you have to overactively get on top of yeah. that to transmute yeah. it. And so that can be challenging for people in the beginning. But I am telling you, it is so much more invigorating to live life on purpose rather than by default. Well, ultimately, it's in the work that we do. Right. So we, we see the change and the results. Yeah. And, and when people do tap into that new source, and it's not a new source, it's a source that was always there. Mm -hmm. We just were not using it or tapping into it mm -hmm. or recognizing it. You see the changes manifest mm -hmm. and you see the joy yeah. and you watch them express and grow. But most importantly, 
they feel it for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's a powerful thing. So energy signatures are critical part mm-hmm. of our work. I've obviously been more down the line of traditional therapy. Mm-hmm. However, mindfulness and energy work are just coming at us mm-hmm. at such a pace mm-hmm. that it, this is not something you can ignore. Mm-hmm. It, it is so real mm-hmm. and so powerful. Mm-hmm. And we are energy. That's mm-hmm. all we are. Our thoughts generate energy. Mm-hmm. Um, everything we do centers around those energy signatures mm-hmm. and the ability to be aware of them and change them is critical. It is. And the masters talk about almost like a hierarchical system, if you will, and not from a place of inequality. To touch on what you had said about how we can be in such a better place and when we're being the light or being the positive reflection we want to see in the world, we do that for others and it's infectious, right? And so when we tap into something called the one ship, which I would like to call the World Wide Web of Consciousness that I see above people's heads we've talked about in the previous podcast, when we tap into that space, we connect into whatever we put out there. And so when we have this really interesting experience of emotion that comes over us, and it could be something negative, you know, um, like sadness or fear or worry or doubt or anger or whatever you want to call it, whatever the opposing action is on you, it is a sacred act and opportunity for growth. And I know I keep saying that. And it's worth re-emphasizing. Right. No, I know I want to tattoo this in people's brains because it is. And if we can understand and get out of our situation for just one moment, take a deep breath and, you know, and truly have a bird's eye view looking at the whole scenario. When we do that, and so for instance, say it was something like anger, okay? So we're having this rage and this anger, this feeling that's erupting inside us and it's super distracting and we can't move on to whatever it is that we're doing and it totally distracts us. If we can take ourselves, whatever we need to do to expel that energy, but then take ourselves outside of that, look with a bird's eye view and understand that you're not just having this experience for you. You're having it for everybody else who's feeling that same anger. Absolutely. And so whatever the opposing force is, you want to bless that because that person signed up long, long ago in contractual form to agree to be a teacher. And maybe they're an asshole. You know, maybe they are. When you bless somebody, it doesn't mean that you're consenting to it. It doesn't mean that you're agreeing to what they're doing. It doesn't mean that it's okay. It just means that you're saying, wow, source, energy, God, whatever you want to call the omnificent force, you're saying, um, thank you so much for this opportunity for me to bless this person, to rise above the situation, to not be attached to the anger or the opposing force and blaming that person, shaming that person, but taking responsibility for the fact that I feel this thing inside me and there are a multitude of other beings and souls in the one ship that are feeling that same thing. And when you can rise above it and heal that, you are in service to the whole yeah. of that yeah. energy signature. Yeah. And so when I say energy signature, when we can get outside of ourselves as humans and start to understand that we're more than just this dense body and we're more than just our experience, we are a soul and we came here with a purpose and a mission, but we forgot when we got here because everything is heavy and it weighs us down. 
Well, you know Socrates is my boy. Yeah. Right, so. Socrates, Socrates, <laughs> and Plato is mine. Yeah. There's this thing called Socratic question. For me, I, I live by it. Because it does, it keeps you in that place that's real. It stops you mm-hmm. attaching to stuff that comes down. And when you come above it, and you're not saying it, that you're coming above it to be hierarchical, you're saying it because from above you can see it all. And you really do start to make a difference. People start to recognise that they can look at that world differently. Mm-hmm. They haven't asked themselves these questions that ground them, mm-hmm. that bring them back to essentially who they are and not the games that people play mm-hmm. yeah. and the dramas that mm-hmm. people make. And you know how to stop playing a game? Don't sign up in the first place? Yeah, or just stop. Because yeah. it takes two to play a game or three yeah. or four or five. Yeah. So when you stop playing, the game stops. Yeah. And that's how you can shift yourself into that bird's eye view Yeah. and start to recognize, oh, I signed up for this. The past five years have been challenging for me and I would not wish that upon anybody. But the more that I saw the opportunity for growth, the easier it was to disconnect from the virus, the parasite, the whatever it is that wasn't working for me. And then the higher I would evolve, the more I would grow, the taller I would stand, the more I was confident, and the more I understood my craft and why I'm here and my soul's purpose and why I had to go through that. I mean, it's kind of like a heroine's journey, right? I mean, or what would you call it? Strangely enough, as you're talking, because I've been on some of that journey yeah, with I know, you. I know you have, and I'm grateful for it. I don't know that I would have gotten through it without you. <laughs> no, you... Uh, Just being honest. You did the work. But yeah. there were points where you recognise whatever that is, it isn't me. Yeah. And I think that's the big growth point there. And going back to our homie Plato and Socrates, know thyself, yeah. right? Yeah. And when you know yourself so well, here again is an energy signature. I'm just getting these waves of energy as I say it, like, you know, the goosebumps kind of a thing, but a little different spiny sensations. <laughs> when you know yourself, you know your energy, you can start to, like I said, spidey senses. It's like you can feel the energy in the room and you can start to take a pulse and a temperature on everybody else. And so you know what people are working with because you know it's not yours. You've experienced that feeling before. You recognize it, but that doesn't mean it's yours. You don't have to own it. And this is what we were saying, going back to giving power to other people or other situations and saying like, I feel sad because this person was sad and I picked up their energy. No, I think that we give way too much power to these situations, these people, rather than understanding that this was all designed perfectly for you to get a PhD in your life. Yeah. You know, yeah. I and mean, that's all it is. Absolutely. That's what Earth is. It's a classroom. Absolutely. So get over yourself and start to stand in your power and stand on your own two feet rather than allowing everybody else to dictate who you're going to be, how you're going to be, what you're going to do. And I think that the area that you've just touched upon there and this is something which is part of our human experience. We think that the type of experience that you're talking about happens to certain people. Yeah. Now we know yes. that we have clientele 
who are, in your case, some of the top athletes in the world, yeah. at, the top, at the top of their very sport. So proud of them. And they <laughs> are still going through oh my God. this. Because they're only, human, that's just a job. I can only call it a brain fuck. Yeah, it is. A hundred percent. And a lot of it's due to their environment and the power they give. Yeah. A lot of it is. And so for anybody looking, don't think that this is just something that is experienced by a certain sector no. of society. Mm -mm. The common strand is we are human beings and pressures and traumas mm -hmm. and relived experiences mm -hmm. come in many guises to many people in many, many different ways. Yeah. What are you taking ownership of? Yeah. Yeah. That's the question. Yeah. Look at it, understand and recognize, don't own anything you don't need to because it takes us into spaces that disorientate us and cause what we see, the anxieties, the depression. It's because you're taking ownership of stuff that is not you. Mm -hmm. It's not supposed to be your human experience. You know, with that, Michael, I feel like another episode moving forward that we're gonna walk into, and it's one that we picked up when we started, and you know where I'm going. I do know where you're going. So, Everybody, we're so grateful to be together. I think this is so much more fun, honestly. Yeah. Well, listen, we have had fun, folks. We've got a couple. We've got a few more episodes to to record, but we wanted to download on energy and a few other things, as you can see, mm -hmm. we've touched upon. We're really looking forward to recording the second series, which we've got. The good news is that Amy is going to be backwards and forwards a bit more from. The states i'm also going to go over there so yes. we're going to do a bit more of our live stuff as well but either way whatever format you get us in mm -hmm. please engage like um, share. share give us the feedback mm -hmm. and remember to evolve beyond what is evolve beyond a podcast that touches on life's experiences and in turn guides you to your greatest wisdom, truth and energetic potential. We are your hosts. I'm Michael Adams, human behavior specialist. And I'm Amy Elizabeth, energy evolution mentor. Together we dive deep. So you can accelerate your highest evolution and align with who you were born to be. We are asking our listeners to come with an open mind and strongly encourage trying on a new way of thinking to transcend reoccurring patterns and themes once and for all. It is in acceptance and responsibility that we are able to do that for ourselves and our life's path. We invite you to dive deep with us and evolve beyond. Who is Amy Elizabeth? Amy's formal background is in psychology and education, and over the past two decades, she has coupled this with multiple forms of energy medicine to assist her clients in identifying and living their highest evolution. She believes evolution is an everyday choice that we can all access, and her work focuses on assisting you to clear and create pathways to a fulfilling, majestic, and holistic spiritual existence. She utilizes ancient tools and rituals backed by scientific methods to achieve this. Having worked with high achievers, 
influencers, many decorated officers, professional athletes, business leaders and entrepreneurs, she has co-created a map to navigate living the life you were created to live in connectivity, joy and peace. Who is Michael Adams? Michael is a human behavior specialist who focuses on psychology and talking therapies. He is also an internationally respected marketing consultant, mentor, business growth strategist, and public speaker. In a professional career that spans over 40 years, he has practiced in the areas of elite professional sport, corporate business, public and private sector environments. In the past decade, his focus has been in the field of personal development, looking at improving individuals' dialogue with themselves in order to reach their full potential in life. He continues to develop new techniques that can be simply deployed by individuals in their everyday lives. 